0: Deanne, and welcome to my podcast, Things I Talk About. So I am curious, how often have you found yourself really considering the why behind your actions? I can still remember when I was working in the wedding industry, a branding coach asked me, what was the deeper why to why I was a floral designer? And let me tell you, I hated it. Like I seriously hated it it was so unpleasant because i didn't know this was something that i had to reflect on for a very long time and it was surprising and revealed so much once i did understand my why so today we're going to be talking about how we can connect to our why and why it is An important question for us to ask ourselves. My special guest today is Megan Gilman. Megan is a life coach who helps women overcome perfectionism and avoid or heal from burnout so they can change the whole damn world. Wow, and what a statement that is. I totally love it. Megan says that her zone of genius is helping women who do everything right and tick all of the boxes and achieve everything they set out to do. She helps them realize why it is that they're still feeling stressed and unhappy. She says often the answer isn't doing more. It's about recalibrating, coming back to yourself and learning to feel okay saying no. So Megan, thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm really excited to talk more about this. I'd love to learn more about you. So, and and how you got here to where you are now. Can you share a little bit more about yourself and what the journey has looked like to bring you to this moment?
1: Yes, of course. Um, Thank you for asking. So I sometimes like sit and look around at my life and think, oh my gosh, how did I get here? Because (laughs) it's never something that I set out to do. I definitely was not like graduating high school thinking, I am going to grow up and be a life coach. I don't think I knew that a life coach was a thing. Um, (laughs) And so um, I very much was like very driven in school. I loved school, I loved learning, and I picked very impractical uh, like focuses. So I majored in linguistics, the minor in biology, and then I went to school for education, but like not to teach just because I liked the vibe of college and I found out that you could like get a master's in that. And ended up working as an advisor slash coach for students who are making the transition into college um, and I did that for a while um, at a couple of universities in the southeastern United States um, working for like orientation or like first-year programs or advising students who are new in school and During that process, I was able to sit in on life coach training that one of the universities was offering they had started a program um, to bring life coaching to students who were at like a statistical risk of dropping out of college so statistically many students don't finish after their first year of college, and they were able to be like, Oh, this population, this population, this population, our university started a program to assign all of those students a life coach coming into school. And it did a huge like made a huge impact on helping those students develop the skills that they needed to be able to succeed in a brand new environment. And I was able to sit in because they had like randomly this is like guidance from the universe, they had two extra spots in that training. And they were like, does any of the advisors want to just sit in on this training? And I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. So I was able to get certified as a success coach in my first couple of months at my advising job. And that's when I learned what life coaching was. And for the next, like, five years, whenever someone asked me what I saw myself doing in, like, five years, I'd be like, you know, I think I want to be a life coach. I think I want to have my own practice. I think I want to just work with people one-on-one and help them have a better life and helped. And I also am like the oldest in my family. So the idea of like professionally telling people what I thought they should do with their life really resonated for a while. (laughs) 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 It still does. I'm sure that's what I've leaned into. Um, And then along the same timeline, I had started yoga teacher training and was getting very into uh, my own spiritual practices and not just how to you know, coach myself in terms of how can I be more productive or how can I better manage my time? How can I better reach my goals? But also learning philosophical and spiritual techniques like how do I manifest and how do I trust in a higher power and how do I commit to the work but let go of the results and all of these things that have really colored the way that I coach people. Um, And so I stuck with the academic side of things. As you mentioned, like my TED talk was very like academically focused towards college students. Um, And after a while I had, I was still giving that same answer, like, oh, I think I want to start my own life coaching practice, but I thought of that as like a very far off goal. And then I had a couple of big, like unignorable wake up calls in the form of some fairly traumatic life events. Uh, And it really got me to the point where I was like, oh, I keep saying I want to do this. What is stopping me from doing this? Nothing. Nothing is stopping me from doing this. And at the same time, I'm still coaching all of these college students and they're telling me their big dreams. You know, I want to do oh, I want to be a filmmaker, or I want to be a writer, or I want to apply for this fellowship, or I want to study in England. And I'm just like, yes, of course, you can do anything. You can do anything you want. Dream big, go for it. And I was so, I was feeling so disconnected telling, being this huge support and coach for all of these people, and then being too afraid to take action on my dream right? Because of course, the thing that we teach people over and over and over is the thing that we need to learn. (laughs) And (laughs) I needed to learn that same message, dream big, go big, like, go for it, give it a shot. And so I started coaching one-on-one and taking on -on one-on-one clients in 2019, right before the world shut down. (laughs) Right? Um, Yeah. And I thought I was going to focus on wellness coaching, like health and wellness coaching, because I was big into yoga and I do feel really strongly that moving our bodies is a huge tool for emotional growth and development. But then I realized I hated wellness culture in a lot of ways. And I also didn't care if anyone lost weight ever, like at all. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that's when I started shifting. I brought the yoga in as a tool, but I really started to work with women on basically how to start living the life that they had always wanted to be living, but were afraid to to start living in a way that was not just like as awesome as they were pretending it was on social media, but maybe even better than what they were pretending their life was on social media. Um, And That's where I'm at now is I really am passionate about working with women because there's so much potential and so much wisdom and so much courage. And after you are done with college, there's not really anyone there for women saying, yes, dream big, go big, do the scary thing, like take the risk. There's so many voices telling us, you know, be practical or, you know, do do what's easier like do it like low risk um and I just wanted to be a force in the opposite direction
0: (laughs) yeah 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 I that's part of the reason why I love human design so yeah I get it I get it that's awesome thank you so much for sharing that yeah that's incredible and how wonderful that you had you know you i i found it interesting you talked about the different circumstances that came out in your life that kind of were sending you in other areas or other directions and yeah it's like the universe has a way of doing that
1: to us kind of
0: throwing us out there throwing things out to get our attention oh yeah if
1: you ignore the universe they will give you big signs and yeah like looking back I would have rather taken the universe's directions earlier and avoided some of the signs um yeah and like the accompanying trauma but <laughs> like I got the kick in the butt I needed I really got it yeah um and afterwards yeah. I was able to look back and be like wow, this was not how I would have loved the transition to happen, but I desperately needed someone to push me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it makes us stronger. So yeah. Awesome. Well, so I'm excited today to talk about connecting to our why, um, and you know, and the importance of that. So, I'm excited to dive in with that. Let's, um, you know, let's start off by, I'd love to hear you from, in your words, why is this important? Why is it important to understand why we're doing what we're doing and the reasoning behind it?
1: That is such a good question. So why do you need to know what your why is? And there's two big reasons uh, for me. The biggest reason is because so many other people are going to try to tell you what you should be doing Mm -hmm. and our world is a beautiful and diverse place. And there is just an infinite amount of messaging coming at everyone from all sides all day Um, and now we like carry the messaging around with us in our pockets and we look at it all the time while we're in the bathroom Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's so intense, um, the weight of other people's thoughts and opinions and insights on what you should be doing. And it is very easy if you're not closely tuned in with your own guidance and your own purpose, to be just sort of tossed around by the waves of what everyone else is saying you should do and the effects of that are just sort of the kind of life that you wake up one day and you're like what have I been doing for the last 10 years like is this really the person that I want to be and that's not something that I would wish for anyone Uh, but it's almost unavoidable and I mean not just like societal messaging and like maybe your teachers or authority figures, but even your friends or your partner, you know, you run a decision by your friends and see, like get their input. And then everyone has like some skin in the game. Everyone has an idea for who you (laughs) should be dating or who you shouldn't be dating or what kind of jobs you should apply for or whether or not you should quit. And it's beautiful to be able to have relationships where you can ask for advice and ask for help. And I think it's so empowering to be able to be connected enough to your why and your purpose to be able to feel when that advice does not click. Um, And for you to be able to feel when that advice does resonate um, so that you're able to say, like, "Okay, I hear what you're saying and also I'm not taking that advice at all because it feels off. Yeah. Or, oh, my gosh, I never would have thought about that advice. But the moment you said it, I could feel it resonate with something inside of me. I'm going to start to look in that direction. Yeah. Once you find your why, it's so powerful as a tool to just help you move through your life in a way that feels like your life instead of feeling like, you know, a bunch of experiences you pulled out of a grab bag.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I love that. And You know, just a personal reflection from my experience is, you know, and looking at, I know when I was presented, you know, I had a coach because I was looking for branding advice, you know. Um, and I had a coach ask me, you know, my deeper why. And it was, as I shared in my intro, it was actually upsetting. And I think that something I realized is I think so many of us, the societal programming, you know, you talked earlier. I know before we hit the record button, we were talking about, you know, your work in helping students, you know, that were concerned about their degree and whether there's a right degree or a wrong degree. I think that so often we just think, okay, What, you know, what is this? Where do I need to go? And I love how you talked about feeling like the feeling of it. And that piece was always missing for me. I never had anybody in my life say, you know, Cassandra, what, what, who are you? What do you want to, you know, that deeper connection? I was just kind of doing what I thought maybe I could do. So when somebody said why I was upset because I was like, what do you mean? Why? Because it's a paycheck because I can do it. Like what else would there be to consider? You know? And I think that the narrative for that I think is beginning to change in the generations and, you know, individuals coming out a lot more, but yeah, for me, You know, I didn't know, but when I took that moment to stop, it was, it was honestly a little hard because what came to the surface, like reflected like childhood things. And, you know, you talk, you know, we talk about spirituality and things. I love that you incorporate that into your work because what came up for me is the work that I was doing is in the wedding industry. And I never had, I was disowned by my family. We never had glo- close connections. Every holiday, wedding, every event was icky and anger. And I realized I was working in the wedding industry because what is it? It's like a group of people happy and I get to help them have these happy memories and happy days. And I was trying to recreate what I never had, you know, and couldn't experience. So talk about a why, you know, (laughs) it was revealing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a great tool even for connecting with your why. So there are all these different questions and all these different angles you can come at it from. And one that I really love is like, think back to when you were really young, Before you were thinking about jobs or careers or anything like what were the things that you really loved doing? What were the things that you liked to play at when you were a kid? What were the experiences that you loved to participate in? Um, What are the things that you maybe didn't get to participate in but always wanted to? And like before the world told you who you were supposed to be or who you were allowed to be, like, that's a great playground to explore around and to see if there's something there that connects you with a higher purpose or even maybe it doesn't have to be like a higher purpose, but even like a medium purpose that can get you in the right direction.
0: Yeah. 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 And so, you know, are, I'm curious, uh, do you have any other tips or suggestions of like ways in which people can really kind of uh, look at this topic for themselves. I love what you just suggested. Do you have any other tips or suggestions?
1: Yes. So I have a favorite tool that I use and it is really, awesome. <laughs> I loved what you said when someone asked you like, what was your deeper why? And you were like, I'm a little offended. This is a little <laughs> bit offensive. Um, and it tends to tick people off, but I love using it. Um, and it's sort of, you ask people, what you want to do so like what do you want to do for for your career and then they'll answer and you'll say why and they'll tell you why and then you'll ask why again and you go through this like 10 times Uh until they finally get so it might be like well what do you want to do as a career oh well I want to be a doctor oh well why do you want to be a doctor well I really want to help people okay why do you want to help people Because helping people is important. Okay, why is helping people important? And you just keep going down like an annoying top. Like, I have a two year old. He started doing the same thing. Like, why? But why is the sky blue? But why is, like, why are there different uh, chemicals in the sky? But why? Like, he will consistently just drill down and down and down. And by the time you get to the bottom, what you have is a lot of probably frustration at me for asking the questions, but also a much clearer idea of what was behind the thought process because of course if you ask someone what do you want to do for a living and the response is like oh I want to be a doctor the response you generally get to that is like great good for you like I can wash my hands like you're on an appropriate path godspeed Uh, (laughs) and no one ever asks you like well why do you want to do that in the way that you might get asked if you say like well I want to be a painter then your parents are going to ask why over and over and over again. You're going to have a really clear idea if you decide to go into painting as a profession why you wanted to do that. But for most careers, if you say, oh, well, I think I want to be in business or like maybe I want to play football or I want to be an astronaut. People generally don't ask why enough for you to actually have to come up with a reason. And so the reason just becomes, well, I said I wanted to do it at some point in high school. And so now that's the path I'm on. Yeah. And it's not, I mean. There's a disconnect. And it works for some people. But for most people, we would not let, like, the 18-year-old version of ourselves make decisions for us today. I know I would not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Right? So you don't want to be beholden to this idea that you had when you were at a point in your life where you maybe hadn't been exposed to a lot of possibilities, or you hadn't lived outside of your family of origin, and you haven't met all these different people or been exposed to all these different ideas, I think it's important to constantly ask yourself that, like, why, 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 until you get down to a kernel that, like, there's no other why, it's just like, this is, this is exactly my truth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like you're pulling out that deeper, like, and, you know, some people might not feel like on the surface, they have that access to that, you know, until you get in. And I love how you talked about it being a little triggering. But yet, that's good, right? Because it's like triggering for a reason. It's that friction that causes change and you know new directions yeah I'm when you were describing that I was picturing myself at that stage in per I mean it was hard enough reading it on paper I was like what <laughs> you know what do you mean so I can only imagine in person somebody said that to me I would be like <sighs> I wouldn't even have the first Y probably, um, (laughs) hardly. Um, yeah. And you know, it's funny because I, in when I grew up, I grew up in the 80s. And yeah, we definitely I I identify as a creative, it was definitely not like recognized back then. Um, And uh, I was, you know, I've shared in another podcast, we had those like big, thick computers when it was just starting out. Mm -hmm. We took like the test career test on there. And it was like receptionist or, you know, nurse, something like that. And I'm like, okay, you know, Um, but yeah, so I love this conversation. And, and I love that, like you said, asking that why that it digs, it digs that up to the surface because, you know, then that's really something to work with and, and go from, it's very revealing. So that was great. Yeah. Great advice. I love it. There's another
1: tool that I use, and I just want to talk about this because sometimes sometimes a different tool will work for different people. But the other thing I really love is to try to connect with like your three core values. Um, And that can be a little bit less triggering because like, oh, there's three of them. And generally you'll start (laughs) with, um, generally you'll start with a list of about 50 or 60 different values that you could just Google like values list right and the internet will provide you with so many of these that are already set up and you can just sort of go through and you pick like the top ten and then because I'm annoying about it I'll be like great you have your top ten so like if you had to cut out five more what would you get rid of okay now you've got your yeah. top five okay what if you had to pick like what if you had to get rid of one more okay what if I told you to trash one more and then you you end up with just three. Okay, what order would you put them in, right? Um, And that can be really helpful, especially if you're not ready to, or if it's not like a career thing, it's not like you're trying to figure Mm -hmm. out your next business move or your next life move, you're just trying to figure out what is important to you and how you wanna live your life. Having those three core values, to me, that acts as a really strong compass to help yeah. you decide, you know, in any situation, which way do I want to go? Well, which of these ways gets me closer to these three core values?
0: Yeah, I, I love that too. Yeah, I it's, you know, when I'm hearing you share that, my brain kind of goes... To my passion now, which is human design. And, you know, one of the things about human design is that like the majority of the population are generators and manifesting generators, which means that they're responding from their sacral and the sacral doesn't necessarily love like open-ended questions. Like <laughs> why? They're like, oh, you know, so I love how you're like, if you can't do that, okay, is it this? Is it this? Because, You know, then the sacral is like, yes, it is that, you know, it gives something there to respond to, which, you know, could help on that journey to then unlock things to explore even deeper. So I love that you gave two different options that are, you know, reaching two different ways of, you know, navigating it. That was so perfect. I love it. I love it. So now I'm curious, like kind of plugging in some more of the spiritual stuff. Now, I'd love to hear your thoughts regarding when we're considering, you know, When we talk about topics of manifestation or intentions, things like that, I'm wondering if having that why behind us can be seen almost in alignment with that sort of intention or that foundation work to build on, equaling maybe possibly greater clarity and success. What are your thoughts?
1: I feel like that's such a big topic. Um, in essence, like, yes, um, exclamation point. But also if we wanted to get a little bit more nuanced about it, yeah, having clarity about what your why is, right? Often when we use practices like manifestation or setting intentions, the biggest block comes when we don't actually believe or feel in our body as the truth that that outcome will occur. Mm and if you're wishy-washy as to your why it's hard to get that anchoring certainty right Um, and that can be a really big block towards calling in the things that you say that you want right or even in just like setting your intentions or deciding what you want to manifest you might be trying really really hard to man, I have a teacher um, who calls what uh, manic manifesting. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay. I'm going to manifest this. That's the last <laughs> thing I do. Um, <laughs> I love it. Okay, <laughs> but the universe is looking out for us, and so the universe hmm. is not going to manifest something for you that is detrimental to your achieving your goals and your path. And so if you're really disconnected from your why, if you're way off base and you're setting your goals and you're deciding what you need to manifest from a place of disconnection or from a place of sort of like, well, yeah, that sounds good. So like maybe I'll go for that. um, Your manifestation will not be as strong as if it comes from a place that you feel deeply connected to, right? And also, like I said, like the universe isn't going to send you what's not meant for you, no matter how hard you want to manifest it. I deeply believe that your why is not an accident, that like your why is stamped on you by the universe. Like, and if you can connect with that why, you really do connect with a stronger power of attraction um, because you're more often spending time in the energy of like this is my path, not just the path that I chose, but the path that chose me and everything is going to start working for that to start moving in the right direction
0: oh i'm so glad i asked that question it was so that was so good and it's like it it unlocks so many other things in my mind while we were while you were talking and i think what you shared it just brings awareness to so many things and yeah like when you talked about you know, when we're looking at things like manifestation and intentions and things like that, when you talked about believing it, you know, and being, feeling connected to it, which I mean, hello, let's, you know, that's like opens a door for, you know, what are we telling ourselves, our inner critics, you know, all of that and, you know, the need to possibly do work regarding, you know, confidence levels and being drawn to something and how we feel, you know, about it. Am I telling myself I want to be this thing, but meanwhile, I'm like, I'm probably not going to be that thing. I don't see myself as worthy of being that thing. And that's sending mixed signals out to the universe, you know, that's like, uh, do you want to do this thing? Do you not want to do this thing? You know, I'm I'm confused, you know. And so I think that that's, I think it's, you know, I can see where having a coach and someone to help through those many layers. Um, so really when we're talking about the why we're talking about a lot of, you know, a lot of things that kind of go under that umbrella, it seems.
1: Oh yeah. Well, right. Cause your why is like, that's the big question. Like, why are we here? Why are we doing what we do? Why do we love who we love? Why? Like When you're really connected, whether you call it your why or like your inner guide or whether you call it spirit or God or whatever the force is that you're connecting to, like that's the essence of your time here on this plane. And so the more you're aware of it and the more you're tuned into it, almost like a radio frequency, like if you can actually hear it, It's going to be so much easier to just, like, work with that as opposed to, like, constantly fighting it or feeling like you don't understand where you're supposed to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ah, I love it. So good. So, you know, maybe uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more about how do you work with your clients, you know, on topics like this or any other. Um, Tell me a little bit more about your, you know, your service and how you work with um, individuals.
1: Yeah, of course. Well, my Bread and butter is um, because this is who I used to be as recovering perfectionists and like recovering (laughs) overachievers. Um, Yeah, and generally, I will work with women who have already started on their spiritual journey, so they know that like we're not going to be just like to-do listing and time Mm managementing our way to success. Like we are going to try to connect with our deeper purpose. Um, I will almost always start with having my clients clarify or re-clarify their three core values. Okay. Right. And then that is a touchstone that we can always come back to. Like, well, yeah, like you're struggling in these uh, work meetings with your new hire. Well, you really value um, authenticity. Like, do you feel like you're being authentic with them? No. Okay. So then that might be why you're struggling. Right. So we can come back always to that core value system Um, and over the course of time I generally will work with clients for somewhere between six months to like a year and a half until they feel like they're finished their transformation and it gets to the point where I start off with like asking a lot of questions to help make sure that they are thinking through I will often use some I call them like bypassing practices because like we're overthinking and we want to get out of the head a little bit and like let the wisdom of the body talk through or connect with spirits. Or sometimes I'll use um, Oracle cards or tarot cards to help like bypass the thinking brain um, to help get a little bit more clarity on questions towards the end of working with people they generally will be coaching themselves. Um, And that's always my biggest win, right? Because um, I've had a client who said that like, oh, it seems like I've got you like in my pocket. So like I will, something will come up and I'll start thinking like, well, what would Megan ask me about this? Or like, what would I tell Megan about this? And how would we tackle it? And then they'll just start doing it on their own, which for me is hugely empowering because... really like that's my why is to just sort of like wake up this awareness and wake up this intuition in as many women as possible and if i'm gonna wake up as many women as possible i can't work with you your whole life like i gotta like we gotta get this transformation going (laughs) and then you're gonna go wake up five more people and they're gonna go wake up five more people and eventually the world is gonna be a better place right um and so I use a lot of like cognitive behavioral therapy kind of thing. So we do some like inner head stuff, but a lot of it is connecting to our inner wisdom. Um, and I'm really flexible about faith. Um, I, well, you're in Florida, so you know, like um, <laughs> I'm in the Bible belt. So, like, a lot of people that I work with are uh, very faith based. And I'm comfortable speaking that language. And I'm sort of like a refugee from the Catholic church where like, I believe that a higher power is taking care of me, but I don't know that I believe that any of these people know what they're talking about. So (laughs) I'm with uh, you. (laughs) I'm with you. (laughs) It's like, I'm going to just listen to the inner wisdom because I feel like that's a better connection to my higher power than, you know, going through a church at, at this point in my life. We'll see, don't hold me down to anything, but, um, that is, you know, for me being able to say like, it doesn't really matter what your belief system is, as long as you believe that you are being guided by something greater than yourself. Yeah, Yeah. Because that's really important because I think if you can't hold on to that at some level, whether it's a belief in like the Catholic God or whether it's a belief in like quantum physics, you've gotta believe that yeah. like some energetic force is aligning with you to help you achieve your goals and your dreams. Um, and we try, our, like I try really hard to get my clients to like channel that energy, to channel that belief yeah. and that confidence. Um, and some of that comes through like somatic work and I use tools like EFT tapping, um, you know, I'm big into like, if, if astrology is helpful, like a helpful lens for you to look at it, excellent. If like you're a pagan and you're going to be doing spells instead of affirmations, like that's fine. It's all the same thing. It's just a matter of what, for me, it's more so like And I think this comes from working with college students. It's like, well, where are you at? Because like, I can jump right in there with you and use that language and we can make it something that works really well for you. Um, I'm not really like, oh, I've got my system and you've got to use my system or else it won't work. I'm like, this is just truth. And I'm just the person who's like opening the door to this truth for you. And we're going to get you through it together. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, when you talked about like the, the, the need to have some sort of something of that, regardless of what it is, it's like, if you don't have that, well, then what is that? It's, it's like you tend you're more likely to fall into that survival primitive mindset of that. We're just here to get our job, to do this and then be done. Maybe we got to go fishing if we make enough money (laughs) and then we die and it's all like, you know, for what? Um, so yeah, I, and I agree. I feel like I personally hold the belief that there's no one complete, complete absolute, um, One way. I think that, uh, and even in my studies, I think a lot of different, I love how you talked about spell or aka, you know, affirmation. It's like you can see similar energies regardless of what your belief system is. And I think that we all, you know, have our journeys and what is one person's truth might not be, you know, another person's truth and they, whatever they need, as long as it's not limiting them, um, and helps them live their authentic life is right. You know, there's no absolute wrong. <laughs> um, so I think that's great. I think that's awesome that you have that, um, flexibility to, you know, help them get to that essence and get to who they are. And so yeah, that's great. That's great. I love it. I love it. So now my I'm wondering what is I want people to be able to connect to you. So do you have a favorite um platform or some way that you like to connect with people? Yeah, I know everybody. The Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I've noticed lately when I ask that question, I get that sigh from people. I think a lot of people are like, oh, social media. I have to be on it. But it's, you know, yeah. So yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I have the
1: most fun on Instagram. I'm also okay. on Facebook. I'm also somewhere on TikTok, although I'm not so very <laughs> somewhere. <often>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somewhere out there. <laughs> Somewhere out there. Um, but yeah, the the place I have the most fun and I'm most interactive is on Instagram. So I always think okay. that like I grew up in the nineties and so when I when Instagram like came out, I was like just out of college and I was like, Yes, this is so cool. So I am stuck with that platform. That is my ride or die. I will probably be there until <laughs> Like until
0: the Earth crumbles away, like I will be on Instagram. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. I'm like, I'm like my my brain is like going off into space, and I'm like, oh gosh, you know, for me, it was like, I remember when I started my career, Pinterest came out. <laughs> so it was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instagram wasn't for a while. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, goodness. Um, well, this is so great. So I have one more question for you. And this is, you know, that human design part of me uh, connecting to our heart. So can you tell me what is it in your life presently, whether personal or professional, that is pre- currently really lighting you up and ex- making you excited in life?
1: yes i would have to say like girlfriends um i have always not always i gonna call back to when you were like yeah when i was really young i realized Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah when i was really young i had such a hard time making friends with other girls i just was very nervous very scared um and in this season of my life i've been like you know what I'm just going to invite them over. They don't have to say yes. If they don't like me, they just don't have to pick up the phone. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Even tonight I'm getting together with a group of ladies that we were like, we should, we should make a book club. And then we had our first meeting and we were like, we don't really want to talk about books at all. (laughs) Yeah. Now we have an unbook club where we just get together and like talk and spend time. We're like, we want the connection that, you might have for meeting with the same group of women every month to have a book club, but we don't want to read the same books. So (laughs) yeah. I love it. Love it. Such a good
0: answer. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much. This has been so wonderful and, you know, I I loved diving into this conversation and I loved all the little nooks and pieces that it kind of brought out in addition to the subject of why. And so for our listeners, I hope that this has inspired you to self-reflect, you know, ask your why, ask not once, but 10, 10 times. times and if That is overwhelming. Start looking at words and seeing which words connect to your core values and go from there. But regardless, start asking these questions because you are who you are for a reason. You have your energy, your talents, your gifts for a reason and connecting and aligning and expressing and sharing these things with the world is important. So I hope that this encourages you to do some self-reflection and maybe you might just discover something incredibly new about yourself and doing this work that you never knew. So until next time, I hope you have a lovely day. Bye.